0: This is Autoline Extra, available exclusively on the internet.
1: So do you do this a lot, go out and do routes for different media launches? Uh,
0: This is what I do for a living. Um, I do, uh, I work for, mostly for MBUSA. I also work for Mercedes-Benz international events when they come to the US through uh, Oliver Schrott Communication. Uh, And I work for a couple of other different car companies, but this is what I do, I produce events Mostly press events mostly uh, driving events
1: so how do you start how, how do you even get an idea of how to go out and lay out a route
0: well uh, as soon as the uh, location is selected um, sometimes I have some input on that sometimes not uh, I'll I usually I'm usually the first one into the into the area by uh, about about ninety days ninety to a hundred days ahead of time and The first thing I do is I I, I pick up a GPS map and uh, my my trusty Rand McNally, look around at the roads, uh, what Rand McNally is showing and uh, maybe find some highlights, maybe um, some brochures that might list some unusual spots, some uh, potential uh, driver change places or lunch stops or something that the journalist might like to see. And then I start to try to connect them uh, always the first the first uh, priority is to find roads that uh, that serve the car well and serve the event well and the first couple of days I just start driving around and look at the major roads and start making notes of you know, maybe that road or, or something up here about the fourth or fifth day I bring out the GPS map and I start fine-tuning that and I'll start driving down these roads just to see where they go I might uh, on a GPS map sometimes they show a lot of detail uh, curvy roads or something so I'll you never know till you go down there so so I just drive down the road and over the course of the first few weeks uh, literally the first 10 days two weeks uh, I'll drive three to 700 miles a day sometimes I'm just driving from dawn till dusk making notes Uh, I bring a, a pack of highlighters on my on my GPS map, and I'm you know, highlighting roads, this one works, this one doesn't work, and anyways, that's the beginning, and then you just start putting together the puzzle.
1: So, I was going to say at first, 90 to 100 days in advance of the event sounds like a lot, but mm-hmm. when you describe it, it sounds like you're pretty much busy
0: that time. Yeah, I am. Uh, uh, it's uh, I, I drive almost every day. Some of my other duties include uh finding uh, suitable lunch and dinner spots uh, driver change places uh, uh, looking at uh, maybe a, a roadside attraction that our guys might be interested in so I wear a couple of hats but uh, the one I wear most of the time is laying out the the drive roads and, and and that
1: so when you start laying out a rod how much do you try to take into consideration the vehicle I mean, a, I gotta believe you do something very different for an SL versus uh, a 50-state blue tech
0: route. That, that's correct. Yeah, the um, obviously when, I, when I'm going out the door, uh, I've got a, a little bit of info from the uh, the manufacturer, what kind of car it is, how they want to position it, and I try to match the car to the roads. Uh, if we're on a tight, twisty road. Uh, or an area with a lot of tight twisty roads while they might be fun to drive in probably not as much fun to drive in with an SUV or a minivan uh, or or vice versa if you're if you've got a uh, an SL uh, 500 you want to go fast you want to see how it's gonna work and driving on flat roads that you can see for miles you know, it just doesn't suit it so uh, so that's always in the back of my mind that that I want I want to produce an, an event, uh, a, a driving experience for the um, for, for our for our guests that highlight the car, that show them what the car is capable of in its best setting, um, as well as give them a favorable, obviously a favorable impression of the car. But uh, part of the, the the entire event, we're we're creating the Mercedes uh, owners' experience. And part of that is is making sure that the drive, which is arguably the best, the most important part of it, is also the most memorable part.
1: So specifically with uh, the BlueTech diesel, what did you have to keep in mind for laying out this route?
0: Well, coming up here to Vermont, it was uh, this was a little unusual. We were we, we selected Vermont uh, for the, the the green state connotations and things. Uh, Kind of playing towards the uh, the green presentation of, of, of diesels, so so the the area was selected for me. Being here, uh, there aren't a whole lot of flat roads to deal with. There's also not a lot of switchbacks, so the roads all tend to be like this: uh, easy rolling hills, uh, gentle curves, and with the with the selection of cars that we have, um, the R class uh, M. Uh, ML and GL the roads fit them fit fit it pretty well so on on that particular portion of laying out the roads I got kinda lucky I got it kinda easy I didn't have to really work too hard to make the vehicles fit to these roads
1: yeah I would imagine this is ideal I
0: mean
1: oh. no traffic no stop and go this is ideal for a diesel
0: exactly and 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 for the SUV it's it's th- it's their kind of roads. It's they they work well. Um, it's an enjoyable drive. It's a beautiful uh, scenery, and the 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 diesels are torquey enough and fast enough to enjoy this kind of a drive.
1: How do you figure out where to have driver breaks and rest stops and? You know, I mean, there's got to be places where you go, Jesus, I wish there was a nice place right here. Yeah. But, you know, so you got to make it work with the route. And yeah. you got to make the venue work with the route too, right?
0: Yeah, it happens pretty regularly. I'll find just the perfect road, and it runs 45 minutes too long. So, Or I'll find the perfect venue, but I can't get there in less than three hours. Or they'll be there 20 minutes after they leave the hotel. So, so sometimes I find a place that is so exactly right that I'll turn the drive route around to get back there, and 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 other times it's the other way. I'll find a place that is uh, just just roads I have to use, and maybe we maybe the, uh, the the driver change place isn't the best venue, but it's it's part one of the one of the compromises I make when I when I lay out these routes.
1: I imagine too. You've got to be on top of this thing. You never know when they're going to close something for construction, or something else is going to come
0: up. Yeah, I got to do your homework. There's uh, a number of websites. Every state has a DOT website where they they they'll, they list what construction is going to be done on what particular roads and when. Though a lot of times that's a that's a moving target. They'll give you the the construction start date and the finish date is TBA. So sometimes uh, sometimes I just stop and I'll, I'll go to a, uh, a police officer at a construction site and ask him, how long are you guys going to be here? And uh, usually that's your best source of, 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 of an answer. Just go find the foreman on the job and ask him, how long is this going to take? When can I use this road? So
1: you keep talking about this GPS map. Explain that a little
0: bit. Well, well there's, a, um, there's a series of, uh, of GPS maps. Uh, you pick them up in any um, Borders or uh, Barnes and Noble, and uh, they're 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 particular to whatever state you're in. They slice the state up into a number of squares, so you can look on the map. There's a key. You find where you are. You open up the map to that page, and and it shows everything. It'll show. Um, it, sometimes they show driveways. Sometimes they show dirt roads, uh, um, fire roads up in the mountains. Uh, some, you just don't know what they are until you drive up there and find out. Uh, I was in Idaho for an event last year and I, I got pretty regularly, I'd get 30 miles down this road that looked great. It was just turning and climbing hills and then it would turn into dirt road. And I, okay, this is it. now I have to drive 30 miles back out and wasted my day. So and again, unfortunately, they're, they're a terrific resource. Um, I like to use them more than I like to use the nav systems in, in, in cars. The nav systems, um, they, they, they don't list every road. So they have all the paved things, and maybe not some of the, the roads that are out in the middle of nowhere. One of my favorite things is to find the roads that the locals don't know about. And, and it, it's, uh, it's one of my favorite things to have one of the local journalists come up to me afterwards and say, yeah, I've lived here for twenty years, and I never knew that road was there. So I, I, I live for that.
1: So do you use a, a GPS? I don't.
0: Machine? I don't use I I don't use a GPS um, um, uh, machine or, or or the system at all. Uh, simply because with a map, I can I can write on it. I can I can I can get the highlighter out and uh, and list what's working and what isn't working for me. What roads to, to take, and eventually. I plot those roads onto a larger map and start running pieces together towards the end of it. And all right, well good. Now I've got I've got an hour and a half on this road that worked great. And I need to get here. So here's several options for me to go drive. And does it actually end up being in the time to get from here to here? One of, one of, the, uh, one of the discussions I have pretty regularly with my clients is they'll say, Well, how far is it from here to here? And I have to tell them it's Really doesn't matter. Uh, the time, the, the miles, isn't isn't really important r- right now. It's it's how long does it take from to get from here to here? And and if we're going to leave at nine and we want to have lunch here, then I have three hours to get you from there to there, and that's pretty much going to determine where our lunch stop is. So we can go maybe a little longer or a little shorter um, to get to a an exceptionally good spot, but. It's really not about mileage. It's all as far as I'm doing it. It's while I'm doing it. It's always about timing, about getting from A to B in the correct amount of time.
1: Do you guys give a heads up to the police that you're coming into town, or how does that
0: work? No, we learned our lesson the hard way. Uh, years back, we we used to do that. It was uh, we tell the state police we were here. We tell the local police we were here, and um, uh, thinking that okay, they'll you know they'll they'll know we're around. They won't wonder why you know there are so many. Of this particular car in town, and um, we made the mistake of telling them one time towards the end of the month, and they had the radar traps set up all up all over the place, and they got a number of our journalists who are having a good time out on the road, and uh, uh, you know everybody's walking back comparing the price of their tickets. So, so that we learned that lesson and don't do that anymore.
1: Any other places that you've been to where you went? Wow, we're never coming back here again.
0: Um, there's a few that I've wished I'd never have to go back to. Las Vegas being one of them. But I've got a line of cars behind me, guys. I'm going to pull over and let them by. Las Vegas is a um, is not a good place to do to do events. It's just uh, it just doesn't work well for for a lot of reasons. Once
1: you get outside of Vegas, I thought it was pretty good.
0: Well, it it, it, it you'd think there, but there's only one dry route that you can use in Las Vegas uh, I, you, you can go for miles but um, but the roads don't they don't come back they don't connect they um, uh, as long as you're you don't mind a, a completely uninter- uninteresting drive unless you're into looking at square miles of desert the the driving challenge doesn't exist the the route along Lake Mead is really good but it's it's about two and a half hours long and then after that all right then you're on the highway up to, up to Mount Charleston and it's about an hour up there, so uh, and and just the nature of our events, trying to do them in Las Vegas, it just uh, uh, you know working around casinos and all that—they're just not set up for what we do. So, logistically, it becomes just a, a screaming headache just to make it make it work.
1: Okay, just the opposite another road or place, region where you think, my God, I wish everyone was here.
0: Well, Vermont here is working really well. Uh, this, is, this is quite well. But my, my favorite place to go uh, for, for everything that we like to use is in the, uh, the Blue Ridge Mountains, uh, the Smoky Mountains down there. The roads are stunning. Uh, there are a handful of great resorts down there that work. Uh, The bad news is the closest international airport's Atlanta, and you've got maybe two hours to get up to, even begin to get where we want to go, a lot of secondary airports. But anywhere in that Asheville, um, Blowing Rock, Bristol, in that area, it's, it's, I'm in hog heaven up there. I I don't think I've even begun, I don't think I've I've explored half the roads that are there.
1: I'm, I'm sure you're right, there's so much there.
0: It's just beautiful just a beautiful place. And
1: not many events held there.
0: No, you know, every so often the the, 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 the events that go there, everybody makes a beeline for, um, oh, what's that big resort there? Um, Greenbrier. Uh, the, uh, that's in West Virginia. The, um, oh, the it's in Asheville. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Biltmore.
1: The uh, Biltmore, Biltmore,
0: the Biltmore. Right. yeah. Everybody goes to the Biltmore. Yeah. Right. At But there are so many other great places around there that, that um, uh, I, I'm, I'm dying to get into the, the Blackberry Farm. Uh, they, they just had an expansion. They're now big enough that we can book the entire place. And it, it, not only is it the, the inn itself spectacular, five-star in every way, but the roads are five-star. It's just spectacular up there. So
1: are you involved in, in picking the venue? I mean, uh, maybe not just the location, but, like, how did we end up at this hotel, or does Mercedes PR handle that?
0: In, in this case, uh, the, the site was selected by Mercedes-Benz uh, PR. And, and again, it has more to do with Vermont being the green state than, than pretty much anything else. But usually, we'll have a, uh, a meeting with the PR guys. They'll tell us how they wanna position the car and they're looking for a, uh, a geographic area that sort of fits that description. And then it, uh, they'll they'll turn me loose out there, uh, go to this area and find us uh, a great resort and uh, and a great set of roads and, and and preferably a place where the press has never been before. So it sounds like a pretty wide parameter of marching instructions, but it's actually quite narrow. And and finding that particular place and that um, uh, especially for Mercedes-Benz, they're they're. They're they're so particular about what they want. One of the best things about them, my favorite things about working for Mercedes-Benz is they know exactly what they want, and they let me go find it. It's um, sometimes it's uh, finding the needle in the haystack, but um, but I, I really enjoy finding that needle. It's really kind of fun.
1: So if they ever come back to you and we'll go, Hank, Hank, what was this about? Uh,
0: not yet, <laughs> not yet. I'm gonna pull over again here. Not yet. Um, it's. Um, So far, I'm I'm, 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 I'm batting pretty well here. Though, having said that, um, there was a a few years back, we were looking for some new venues. And uh, the guys sent me out to look at the flyover markets in middle America. I flew into Louisville and looked around through um, Lexington and Cincinnati, um, Huntsville, Chattanooga, Memphis. and we, Tom and I put together our proposal and everybody was looking forward to it and we went into the meeting and we sat down and the, uh, and our client looked through the book and he said, no, 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 no. Closed the book, meeting's over. So three weeks on the road, done in a five-minute meeting. <laughs> and we went back to a place that we'd been twice before. So
1: That's got to be an issue, too because so many of us journalists go on so many trips. Right. In fact a lot of us have been on trips where we've seen somebody else driving on some other trip and mm-hmm. they go, hey look <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. So I am mm-hmm.
1: sure that's something that you'd want to try to avoid as
0: well. Yeah, we um, we, we try to avoid going to the, the uh, places where we've been a lot. You know you mentioned the Greenbrier. You know everybody's been to the Greenbrier twenty times so we've been trying not to go back there though. We haven't been back there in, in a number of years so maybe mercedes-benz might, might consider that the area is just so great but like i said the 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 blackberry is coming up and and i and, and i'm saving that for the next um, sports car or or, or sportier vehicle that we can use because i think it'll just be spectacular for those roads as well as the as the resort but it it, it gets a little difficult and sometimes we have to talk to the guys about well how how do you think this area fits in with your positioning of the vehicle and there's always somebody has to make a compromise sooner or later just to make it work for everybody.
1: How about journalists getting lost, isn't that an issue too?
0: Well one of the things that we produce um, is is, is, is our route book and of course we want to make that um, as accurate as possible um, so that nobody does get lost. Though I've worked with a company recently that was just, I I just couldn't believe the amount of detail they put in the book to the point where I was going to, why don't you just drive the car for the guy? But uh, to answer your question, occasionally journalists will get chatting, blow right by, um, uh, you know, a a, a direction and call me from Timbuktu and, Hank, where am I? How do I get back? I, I, I had a, somebody call me not long ago from one of our events and Said he was lost. I said, "Okay, well, where are you?" Well, I don't know. Okay, that's why you're lost. Well, um, have you got a street sign? No. Any buildings in sight? No. Okay. Well, you're going to have to drive around a little till you find something. Then call me back. Give me a reference so I can tell you because I don't know where you are. I got a little upset that I couldn't just pluck him out of the middle of nowhere and get him back. So, anyways, but yeah, occasionally it does happen. We'll get a uh, somebody lost and. Though I think a lot of that usually is they take the route book and throw it in the back seat and take a ride. Right.
1: Though I remember being on some trip, I can't remember who it was with, somewhere in France, and there was about eight cars. And everybody <laughs> got into the habit of just following the car in front of them. Well, <laughs> the guy in front probably threw the route book in the back mm-hmm. seat, and all of a sudden we're in the middle of France and nobody
0: is. No, no knows where you are. <laughs>
1: Imagine there's times too when you want to include a track day.
0: Yeah, that, um, that actually makes my day, m- makes my my job a little, uh, on one hand it makes it a little easier because I only have to find uh, usually, usually we put it in in the afternoon so it's basically get to lunch, lunch to the track, track to the hotel. Um, but, but if there is a track event then I also uh, I also take on the responsibility for that so I have to, so I have to start coordinating with the track um hiring pro drivers if we want them um, um, that also sometimes determines where we go uh, if we can't get track dates when we want or maybe I have to start uh, wheeling and dealing with contacts within the racing business who might have the track day or uh, you know opens up another can of worms. you ever have
1: problems with, Cars breaking down or getting flat tires or stuff like that
0: we had a on, a, on an event a few years it's gonna be about 10, 15 years back now um, somebody uh, either threw out or accidentally we don't know that uh, almost all of the cars um, about two and a half hours out had nails in the tires so don't know how that happened but <laughs> there's a whole lot of t- uh, tires getting changed um, Done track events where it all sounded like a good idea until the brakes were burned out after about 10 laps, and we had to have a crew of guys sitting there just constantly chase, changing brake pads. And uh, th- sometimes the sometimes dealing with uh, with inexperienced um, clients who envision an, an event and try to tell them well here's the pitfalls and oh, how can that be I, I that can't possibly happen okay let's go <laughs> how far down this road are we gonna go
1: I gotta be, imagine too there's times at the end of every day where somebody goes hey where's Bob and George
0: oh yeah 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 that's a that's a regular feature <laughs> somebody didn't show up on time
1: so you have sweep vehicles go or chase vehicles or yeah. whatever you call
0: it yeah usually there uh, you know there are a couple of techs that are there in the sweep vehicle plus a spare car in case something breaks and and they 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 usually try to follow the last car well if the second to last car maybe goes off the route and they didn't see it leave you know they don't know then the chase car gets back and we're still missing bob and tom and <laughs> bob and tom show up on their own point at their own time and,
1: Well, Hank, you're a pro, man. You made it easy.
0: Oh, gee, thanks. (laughs) Nothing to it.